from the Better India. This is Glass Half Full, a podcast about people who don't just see the positive side of things, but actively work to create it and make a difference in ways both big and small. I'm Shruti Singhal. On today's episode, well, before we get into that, here's a question. What's the first thing that comes to your mind when I say the word waste? Don't think too much. Just answer with the first word or words that come to your mind. Were your responses any of these? Uh, the things that cannot be used. Dirty. Kachra. Plastic. Plastic. Garbage. Food. Water. Food, even water. Or did you think of this? Landfills. Beach. I was just about to give up asking more people when I heard um recycle upcycle recyclable resources wait what on today's show we'll hear from someone who feels the same way So Saha started in 2001. That's Wilma Rodrigues, the founder and CEO of Bengaluru-based startup Saha Zero Waste. And yes, I started it as an NGO uh, because at that time the only people that worked with waste were the not-for-profits or the NGOs who were more involved with advocacy campaigns. A year before this, in 2000. the solid waste management and handling rules came out these were the first set of rules or legislation that government of india actually put out these rules were path breaking in a way because they gave us very specific guidelines as to how waste should be managed how waste can be converted into resources and how there should be just a small quantity of inert material that goes to a landfill and that was the purpose of sahas the ngo to help and facilitate different stakeholders to implement the rules in civic matters such as waste the local government is the primary stakeholder but it's really you and i the citizens in our individual and collective capacities who really make the difference until 2013 sahas the ngo was run by wilma rodrigues she found that they were expected to do the work without any returns in a way people were taking advantage of them very often as an ngo you know you do have limitations because you are dependent on grants or you are an ngo so you have to do good do charity and and i saw that right early on in my journey when we didn't have csr in 2001 and we had companies who would give us you know monies for a short period of time and then the project ended and you can't complete a project in like one year or two years this is a long term thing but if the goal of sahas the ngo and sahas zero waste the startup was the same to help people manage their waste what did the service model do differently as an ngo you are limited because you can you know talk campaign you can talk about how people should follow the rules but people need to actually have hand holding and guidance to make sure that the rules are implemented so that's where we moved into a business model 
the ngo sahas is still functional and relevant with a separate team that works across smaller towns and villages in karnataka and wilman now focuses on sahas zero waste the company through their zero waste program and their field staff of 250 mostly women the startup is currently managing over 35 tons of waste across six cities in india every day but for wilma the journey has just begun we now need scale you know we are all talking about a swachh bharat and we have 62 million tons of waste being generated across india every year bangalore which is known as india silicon city produces nearly 4000 tons of waste per day this ever increasing volume of waste can be managed wilma insists all you need is the right infrastructure the right investment into the right infrastructure and people to manage the infrastructure and of course technology simple why should we have waste as a problem over the years sahas zero waste has been promoting these principles of circular economy nature people and technology which we also know as reduce reuse recycle so if you were composting your food waste and using the compost for your garden or to grow vegetables you would be demonstrating what is known as circle economy while public awareness campaigns earlier would be limited to littering today they are marching ahead segregation of waste at source has become a household term we may struggle with composting but hey you don't always get something right the first time do you all this points to a shift in our mindset where we are talking about waste management and not just waste disposal look at a city like bangalore 4000 tons of waste per day okay with each ward you know 198 wards generating about 10 to 12 tons per day so each ward has its own biogas plant which can definitely manage about 30 to 40% of your organic waste material which cannot go into a biogas plant finds a composting system in line with our thinking of nature people technology you have good technologies to be able to compost waste which can not go to a biogas plant so you have both of them sitting next to each other dry waste that you have it goes through a material recovery facility you know saha zero waste itself has put up a material recovery facility through decentralized handling saha zero waste has been working to send less waste to landfills the startup partners with the government to collect segregated waste from individual households and small commercial establishments the waste collected is processed in centers called kasarasa centers kasarasa is in kannada which simply translates to from garbage to recycled products for their work with bulk generators each tech park each apartment complex each mall or hotel has its own decentralized in-house waste management system saha zero waste was recognized by the swachh bharat mission they were given the swachh best practices award by the prime minister wilma hopes that the recognition from the award will help them expand their work in other cities in the country there are also more startups in the sector now and that's a good thing says wilma but led by young entrepreneurs and backed by investors startups often face the pressures of scalability so what are the challenges with that we still have people displaying a resistance to a service fee for waste management 
And that service fee sometimes is so very small. At the same time, we also see startups therefore being a little bit intimidated in having to go out and actually tell people, look, you have to pay for your waste. That they would rather give you a model where they would say, here is an app, I will come and collect your newspapers, shredded paper or PT bottles, is not solving the garbage or the waste problem of India. It's there as a good business opportunity and would probably help upgrade the scrap dealer. But we do have about 60 to 70% of our waste, which is low grade, which will not bring you revenues, which needs a service fee. So who's going to take care of that waste? Well, I'll admit that it's a bit overwhelming. But long before words like zero-waste lifestyle and sustainability became fashionable, Indian mothers lived them. They didn't know waste. We may have lacked the vocabulary, but we grew up with the values of circular economy, with phrases such as, waste not, want not. Do you remember your mother ever throwing out leftovers? Mine would always cook up a storm. Only later I would find out that she had used leftovers from last night's dinner. Old clothes would become a pocha or a rag, to be used as a cleaning cloth, which you would never throw away. Well, those were simpler times. And then we became consumerist and started wanting things, not satisfied with simply needing them. Modern things, shiny things, and smart things. And we didn't realize it when it all became too much. Have you noticed how the word and philosophy of smart has become a part of our lives? We use smartphones and smartwatches, watch smart TVs, and send our kids to smart schools. I've even written a piece on smart buses. And of course, our cities are not far behind. But smart becomes just technology. Smart becomes sweep the waste out of your streets, put it somewhere where nobody can see it. But the wrong technology seems to be coming in where you know we are not evaluating whether that technology is really converting waste to resources or just burning up the waste so that it will disappear from our lives. Because we want not just streets swept clean, but we also want clean air. You've been listening to Glass Half Full, a podcast produced by The Better India. I'm Shruti Singhal. On today's episode, we've been talking about Sahas Zero Waste and how we can think of waste as a resource. In September 2017, Sahas Zero Waste won the Wastelits Global Citizen Award. It's an annual award that recognizes the excellence of one individual or company to end poverty. The company employs 250 waste pickers, men as well as women. The business model of the company, wherein they charge customers a service fee to manage waste, helps them pay minimum wages to the field staff. Uh, in Bangalore, minimum wages uh, is 16,000 CTC. So this is a fairly good uh, salary. And also they have respectful work. Lot of people will come to our unit. The people will explain what they are doing. It very proudly, like uh, single mothers, 
lot of responsibility they have they proudly say that i am running my family that was rajeshwari a field supervisor with sahas zero waste india has a large informal base of waste pickers who do the thankless job of collecting and segregating waste especially in large cities they brave unpredictable weather light in the near in the toilet in the one room in the have the most unpleasant working conditions with sights and smells all other people would try to avoid and receive less pay and no regard our cities wouldn't be clean green or even smart without them and yet they're almost invisible to us so when they work for a company like sahas zero waste not only do they get a livelihood they also gain the stability of a formal employment the dignity of labor the assured fruits of their hard work the safety of a community and security from any exploitation they are very comfortable like working in home like that they have feelings ananesh rajeshwari rajeshwari has been with the company for nearly 4 years she began with supervising the field staff and now also trains them she talks to me in kannada but for your benefit and mine translates her words to english and she has a message for us just imagine that in your waste other people is going to touch basically we are working with waste you tie the bag we open it is very bad smell worms will be there your sanitary your food waste your dye waste everything together so we can't do anything so just imagine those things please start a segregation at your home then it will come to us we can easily segregate and easily we can send for the recycle for dry waste we can do the wet waste at compost waste segregation is very important if you take your home you will clean every day you arrange the things wherever you need like that how you have to keep two bins you have to segregate wet and dry because end of the day if you are not here your generation will take live in this earth only so they have to live healthy and hygienic so you have to start from you don't see for others start from you so the world will change sahas zero waste manages over 35 tons of waste across six cities in india per day they've been working closely with the environment ministry to draft what is now india's e waste policy Their recycled products range from paper, notebooks, folders and chipboards that are now available on the Better India shop. They also manage waste for big events like they did for the IPL last year. For Wilma Rodriguez and Saha Zero Waste, trash really is treasure. Recycle, upcycle, recyclable. Resources You've been listening to Glass Half Full. For any thoughts or feedback, just drop us an email on write to glass at thebetterindia.com. Glass Half Full is produced by The Better India, Asia's largest media portal for positive news. Music and sound effects have been taken from YouTube's audio library. It is hosted and edited by me, Shruti Singhal.